Recently, John's plant died in his office. It just did not have the right environment to survive. Yeah, it, it had enough water, good soil. I kind of wish that plant was still alive. Yeah, unlike your plant today, we learn that Jesus has risen from the dead. This is easily my favorite story in the Bible. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. This past weekend was Easter. This is a Christian holiday where we remember the death and life of Jesus. You know, this story teaches us an essential truth about the Christian faith. And there is a lot to this story. So we're just going to jump right into things. All right? Yes. Uh, Before we get into the heart of the story today, there is a lot of things that kind of led up to the event that we're going to talk about. So today's story is found in Matthew's chapters 26 to 28. A couple of days before the Jewish festival or holiday known as Passover, the religious leaders were meeting and, and they were making plans to kill Jesus. Not a very cool thing to do if you ask me. But they were jealous of Jesus and how popular he had become. Also, Israel was occupied and controlled by Rome at this time, and many thought of Jesus might be a a rebel against the Roman Empire. Now, this would have created a lot of unnecessary conflict in the eyes of the religious leaders who learned to benefit from their relationship with the Roman leaders and the empire. Yeah. So. It's a pretty, uh, there's this pretty strange event that happened during the week. Uh, Jesus was visiting with a friend named Simon. A woman then comes into the house and she pours a really expensive perfume all over Jesus's head. Now, I mean, that in itself is, is really strange. It is strange. strange. But Jesus's response to his disciples, who are obviously irritated that this woman is coming in and pouring a really expensive uh, or wasting something very valuable, uh, Jesus says, He said to them that she is preparing his body for burial. Yeah, that's kind of like... Which is weird, because he is still alive. A little bit creepy, like, why are you talking about your own death here, Jesus? So this is a strange moment, and and something is coming a little more sinister now. Judas Iscariot, who was actually one of two disciples named Judas, goes to the leading priests and makes an agreement uh, to betray Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Now, Judas knew they didn't like Jesus and probably suspected that the religious leaders were planning on doing something to, to Jesus. So he takes advantage of the situation to make some money. Yeah, I couldn't imagine how much this would have hurt Jesus. This brings us to then what is known as the Last Supper. It's the last meal Jesus ate with his disciples. At this meal, Jesus tells his disciples that Judas would betray him. Then he does something uh, again, a little odd, predicting his own death. He pulls bread apart. He says that it is like his body, which will be broken for them. He then takes a drink of, uh, he takes the wine and he says, this is like my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. So a covenant is, just just a, a reminder, a covenant is a commitment, sometimes by one person to another or by two people to each other. So um, Jesus is reminding them of the covenant between God and his people. Okay, Mm -hmm. so a couple more things. Jesus predicts Peter's denial of Jesus, and then Jesus and his disciples all go to the Garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane, where Jesus prays and asks God to change 
change his plans. I, he didn't really want to die. Right. But you can see, and you can see Jesus, you know, he's quite anxious, quite scared about all that uh, uh, is in the plans, but he's still really committed to obeying God. Mm-hmm. And no matter, no matter the situation, no matter what comes his way. Yeah. So while they're at the garden, Judas arrives with armed guards and soldiers. There is when Judas betrays Jesus and Jesus is then arrested. They then take Jesus to Caiaphas, the high priest's house. There, the other religious leaders had gathered to carry out their plot against Jesus. They were questioning Jesus. uh, As they were questioning Jesus, they asked, are you the son of God, the Messiah? Now, Jesus has this great response. He replies, you have said it. So he doesn't like, he doesn't say yes or no. He just says, you have said it. And in the future, you will see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. They considered these words of Jesus blasphemous because they did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah and certainly not equal to God. Now, even though Jesus never admitted to being the Messiah directly, it was close enough for the religious leaders, and they announced their decision that Jesus was guilty of blaspheme or speaking against God. Now, a charge that warrant this charge warranted that Jesus would be would be put to death, mm-hmm. and and that's it seems pretty severe. But that's what the uh, Jewish law spoke of at that time, and with that they began to beat Jesus and mock him. They then took him to Pilate, who was a Roman governor, but Pilate saw nothing wrong with Jesus. So he sent him to Herod, another Roman governor. But Herod himself could also not find anything wrong with Jesus and sent him again back to Pilate. So at this point, the crowd was getting unmanageable and they began to chant and yell, crucify him, crucify him. Pilate finally gave in to the pressure of the Jewish crowd. Jesus was flogged, which I have to say is a form of punishment that, it, that involves being whipped, but the, the whip had these little sharp, jagged things on the end that just would kind of like tear the flesh mm-hmm. off. It was awful. It was, a br- it was brutal. And many people actually died as a result of being flogged. After Jesus was flogged, he was taken outside of the city to be crucified. They then nailed his hands and his feet to a cross and stood that cross up. Hours later, Jesus died. The religious leader's plan seemed to work. Jesus was dead. Now, Jesus was placed in a tomb near Jerusalem, and this was done on a Friday. The next day, guards were placed in front of the tomb. Then Sunday came and a couple of ladies were going to put perfumes and spices anointing Jesus' body, which was one of the customs people did back then. Mm-hmm. And before they got there, there was an earthquake, and an angel appeared to them and, and said that Jesus was alive. He had risen from the dead. And so he told the ladies to go back and tell the disciples. As, as they're running back to the disciples, they saw Jesus, and they were thrilled and they worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. 
All right, so Jesus has risen from the dead. Think about this for just just a second. Let's just pause here. Jesus has risen from the dead. He was fully dead. He even predicted his own death. Mm -hmm. I, I have to say, I think that is absolutely incredible. I mean, he did, and he didn't just, you know, predict his own death, but he also predicted that he would come back to life, which he did. Yeah. Jesus has risen from the dead. He is alive today. Mark 16, 19 tells us, you know, where Jesus went after he rose back to life and, and left earth. It says this, when the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, speaking of the disciples, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. Now, this is, this is really important, actually. Jesus died, then came back to life, but Braden, he didn't die a second time, right? Mm-hmm. He just went to heaven and took his rightful place there. Jesus has risen, and as you said, he is alive today. And that fact is what allows everybody to put their trust in Jesus, that he is alive today and he is even more powerful than death. Jesus brings life to all of us. And he offers that life to anyone who asks. In fact, in a conversation recorded in John 14, 6, with one of his disciples, Thomas, he says this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father, or God, except through me. We'll say it one more time. Jesus has risen from the dead. He is alive today and offers everyone eternal life with him. What, I mean, what an incredible story. There's no more incredible story. That is, it is, it is, it is awesome. Yeah. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. A growth tip is a way each of us can grow in a relationship with Jesus. Today, we want you to change something about your bedroom, maybe your workspace, or a locker at school, some, some place that you see every day. Yeah, change or add one thing so that it will remind you that Jesus is alive. It could be a picture, a scripture verse that you've written down. Maybe it's a new plant that will remind you that Jesus is alive and offers you life. I like the plant idea. I, I should get a new plant for my office, I think. Well, considering your last plant died, I think we should go with a fake plant. A fake plant? A plastic plant. It would be a small miracle if a new plant survived. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening today with us, guys. We are so grateful that you joined us. If you enjoy this podcast, consider sharing it with a friend or maybe writing a review. Yeah. Remember, there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Until next time, have a great week.